Welcome to Tax Notes Talk, a podcast from Tax Notes, the leading source of tax news, information, and analysis. Welcome to the podcast. I'm David Stewart, Editor-in-Chief of Worldwide Tax Daily. Change is inevitable, and adapting to change is one of the most difficult things that we as humans must do. But how does a tax system adapt to fundamental changes in the economy? That is a question now being asked at the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development and the European Union, among others. As much of the economy goes digital, how can tax policies developed for an analog world keep up? Joining me in the studio to talk about this is Worldwide Tax Daily senior reporter Stephanie Johnston, who has been following the issue. Stephanie, welcome to the podcast. Thanks. Good to be here. Stephanie, lay out for the listener the problem that needs to be addressed. So I had a hard time coming up with a short answer to this. There's 99 problems and a concise explanation is one. Uh, the internet, as we all know, has changed our lives in ways we never thought possible. You know, you can look up anything on Google these days. You can connect with friends on social media, like on Facebook and Twitter. You can order books and uh, services um, through online platforms like Amazon. But with new technologies come new problems, especially for the tax system that relies on outdated tax rules uh, that can't keep up with the pace of change. And this isn't a new problem. The OECD has been thinking about this since the 1990s. But the pressure has really ratcheted up in the recent years uh, on the OECD and on governments to come up with some solutions. What do policymakers mean when they talk about the digital economy? It's the economy that's being transformed by advances in information and communications technology. These developments are changing business models and processes and encouraging innovation in all economic sectors, you know, including traditional sectors uh, like retail. And I really see the problem as having two dimensions. First, there's the technical. So under current international tax rules, it's a generally accepted fact that a company should be taxed where it's resident, or it should be taxed where it carries out business activities through permanent establishments in other countries. But in an increasingly digital economy, companies can now make profits around the world, but without PEs in other countries. So business models and value chains are evolving, and they're changing the ways in which companies create value. And that value creation is no longer necessarily tied to a company's physical presence in a market. As a result, you're seeing more and more headlines about how major multinationals like Google, Apple, Facebook, and Amazon, which the Europeans oddly call GAFA, seemingly pay little or no tax in the countries in which they operate. So that brings me to the second dimension of the problem, which is the political. Governments are under pressure from the public and are becoming increasingly impatient with the status quo. And they're looking for ways to tax the digital economy. And these countries are tired of seeing these MEs make money in their countries without paying much tax. And now they're looking for answers. Who is uh, working on a solution to the problem? Right now, the tax world is looking to the OECD for answers. And the Task Force on Digital Economy, uh, they try to address this issue in Action 1 of the OECD-based Erosion and Profit Shifting Project. Uh, but they really just scratched the surface of the issue and didn't really come up with a short-term or long-term solution. And the task force said they would write a report in 2020 about the outcome of this work related to the digital economy. So that timeline was supposed to give the OECD a nice long time frame to work on real solutions. But of course, politics is a fickle master. In February, G20 finance ministers asked the OECD to come up with an interim report on the way forward on this issue. So now the task force is supposed to submit that to the group in April 2018. That's not a whole lot of time. So the OECD kicked off a consultation in September, and then they did a public consultation on November 1st at the University of California at Berkeley. And that was an interesting choice, I have to say, since most of the OECD's consultations happened in Paris. But it made sense for the OECD to have it near Silicon Valley, given the subject matter. What are we expecting to see in the interim report? 
I've been trying my hardest to get some concrete details out of the task force on this issue, and they've been fairly tight-lipped on on what this might look like uh, for good reason. But we have heard hints of what it will contain here and there. For example, uh, the OECD, during its latest webcast, uh, Tax Talks webcast, they said that the report will likely contain analysis of how digitalization is affecting markets and business models, and they'll also take a look at the impact of BEPS project measures and take a look at measures that countries have already taken. And so they'll also look at interim short-term measures, uh, but also in the context of how to minimize harm. But I think what will be most important for this report is um, the OECD establishing a clear path for advancing work on long-term solutions and setting up a roadmap for future work on the issue. Now, while the OECD is working on this report, I can't imagine that countries are standing still. What are individual countries doing about the taxation of the digital economy? Well, countries certainly aren't winning any prizes for patience. Uh, Starting in 2015, we saw countries like the UK and Australia implement diverted profits taxes and India introducing an equalization levy on payments for online advertising services. So those are just a few examples of how countries are sort of moving forward um, ahead on this issue without waiting for the OECD. Uh, After the OECD started work on its interim report, something interesting happened in the EU. Uh, A group of 10 finance ministers led by France, Germany, Italy, and Spain, uh, they started pushing for a turnover-based equalization tax and asked the commission to come up with some details on this proposal. So although it might seem like the EU is trying to do its own thing, both the EU and the OECD say they're working closely with each other toward finding solutions. But then we've also seen the commission basically saying, if the OECD doesn't come up with a good plan by April, then the EU will move on its own. So the pressure is certainly on the OECD to deliver a strong report in April 2018 to herd these cats, so to speak, and to move the focus towards sustainable long-term solutions. If the goal is to find long-term solutions to the taxation of the digital economy, then why is there so much pressure for short-term answers? So many government officials at the Berkeley consultation have said they really do not want to introduce short-term measures, and they do recognize that there are a lot of practical issues related to some of these proposals. Uh, For example, the turnover tax on companies. That would potentially stifle innovation and strangle startups that aren't usually profitable in their first few years of life. Uh, There's also concern that some of these short-term measures will not be phased out in time and won't really lead to long-term solutions. But many government delegates said at the consultation that they really have to move because there's so much pressure on them and they really have to show that they're moving and taking action to address this issue. Uh, One government official at the consultation put it really well. Uh, He compared the situation to letting the air out of a pressure cooker before the food is cooked to prevent it from bursting. So they really are feeling the heat on this. What does all this work on the digital economy mean for U.S. companies? I'm guessing right now U.S. companies are more worried about U.S. tax reform than about the taxation of digital economy. But I would think that it's something that they're keeping an eye on still. Um, They're also coming under a lot of pressure from governments, and we're seeing some signs that they're caving in. Uh, You may have heard recently that Facebook announced that it would start recording advertising revenues in countries in which it has offices. And even though the company said it wasn't tax-motivated, many observers have said that the move is in response to the pressures from the BEPS project and the ongoing debate on taxation of digital economy. Uh, But for now, I think the current work will mean that there will be some uncertainty for these companies in the near future. And hopefully this interim report in April will help uh, get rid of some of that uncertainty. What work can we expect on the digital economy in the coming months? So all eyes are on the OECD now, and I think that the publication of the interim report will be a big deal. Uh, The commission is also expected to come up with legislative proposals sometime in early 2018, 
So that'll be another big thing to watch. Uh, in the meantime, keep your eyes and ears open for developments around the world. You know, I'd really be surprised if we didn't see more countries moving ahead with unilateral measures ahead of the OECD's report. It's been pretty fascinating to cover developments in this space because the pace of change in this issue has been intense. It's been very fast. Things are moving quickly. So blink and you might miss developments, but watch the space closely. Uh, I know I'll be. And I'm sure you'll keep us informed. Stephanie, where can listeners find you online? You can find me on Twitter. My handle is at Sung Johnston. That's uh, S-O-O-N-G-J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. For updates on this and other international tax developments and the occasional animal video. Excellent. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. That's it for this week. You can follow me on Twitter at TaxStew. That's S-T-E-W. If you have any comments, questions, or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, you can email us at podcast at taxanalyst.org. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Google Play to make sure you get the next episode of Tax Notes Talk. Tax Notes Talk is a production of Tax Notes. You can learn more about us by visiting www.taxnotes.com backslash products. When major media wants the straight story, they turn to Tax Notes. Thank you for listening and join us again for another edition of Tax Notes Talk. Tax Analyst Inc. does not provide tax advice or tax preparation services. Nothing in the podcast constitutes legal, accounting, or tax advice. A full disclaimer is included in the transcript.